Welcome to another episode of Performance Podcasts. Um, I'm joined again by Alex Donnelly. So nice, have to do it twice. <laughs> yeah, maybe even more more times than Hopefully, that. Hopefully, maybe even thrice. Yeah, it's only because I don't have a great connection of people, so just got to ask you back again. Ah, <laughs> yeah, well, we'll take it, right? Yeah. So obviously, stuff at the moment's a little bit different. Um, everyone's back in lockdown. An ideal time to kind of talk about the current situation, how it's going to affect um, people's training, people's health, etc., etc. A couple of different opinions on it. So, if you do, you want to have a little chat about what you've been doing? I know you've um, we spoke briefly, and you said you just used the first week as just taking a bit of time off. Yeah, definitely. So, um, just to finish, yeah, since since we got having gone into lockdown, I went. Um, for the last few sessions that we did have in the gym, just a bit heavier, just to see what I'm kind of getting to um, numbers-wise, just a couple of doubles and triples, just to see really where I was um, at that end of kind of uh, my training period. And then, yeah, I took the next week of just kind of a rest, really. Um, still trying to, as we covered on nutrition, still trying to fuel myself the same, roughly the same yeah. as, as I would when I normally train a bit less... Um, kind of like carbs or energy everything like that, but still keeping protein fairly high but yeah just generally just to, to rest to, to hit the reset button a bit um, I've been training for quite a while before that yeah so um, just a bit of like yeah, yeah just especially my, my CNS central nervous system my muscles just everything to kind of hit that reset button and then build back up slowly I've been in the first time today uh, been in the first time again since we locked down today and again it was just it's the same kind of peaks and dips as you go down um, you kind of ease off the training when you ease back up into the intensity training just it's important to, to take it easy when you're doing that as well there's no point yeah jumping straight back in yeah because yeah, you're just going to feel horrendous the next day and probably you know again it's not the end of the world it, some people might want to take another day off in between so they might want to go back to back um, but it's like you know you're going to feel it regardless so there's no point hammering yourself coming back into that so that's no, at the minute yeah just slowly like I said we've got time on our hands so just <laughs> doing things that I might not always do when I'm in the gym yeah definitely the intensities yeah. I might not always do how about you? Um, to be fair I've kind of gone the opposite route so um, <laughs> I've been that's always nice to have contrast right? yeah absolutely kind of smashing it but again like like you mentioned it's just completely different to what I would be doing in the gym so focusing a little bit on areas that I'm uh, a little bit weaker so again I'm trying to improve my fitness a little bit so I don't know if you've seen but I've set myself the stupid challenge of um, adding 10 burpees a day yeah I've been, I've been watching the journey and yeah. uh, smashing it to be fair I'm liking all the different um, areas of the, the house or, or <laughs> yeah. like burpees around the world yeah so only um day nine today so 90 today but it's oh, gonna nice. get real tough soon like yeah, yeah. Have you, started, you started splitting it yeah so i've done some in groups um obviously the early ones i just did them at the end of sessions or whatever i did the 70 yeah. in one go um but like 80 and 90 i both split i might do the 100 in one go because it's interesting just to get a time gauge on that so yeah yeah tomorrow but they do suck <laughs> I'm quite solid at sets of 20 now but um, more than that it's just got quite a lot of mass to be shifting up and down ah, it, is, it is and you're a tall boy as well yeah. it's not exactly like a lot 
short way up, short way down as well. Yeah, so um, I've so been doing that and um, just trying to improve cardiovascular system a little bit and something I've probably neglected. Although I've always kept like a good base-ish level, I've always focused more on strength and power and that kind of thing. Um, and then since I've stopped playing sports, I've probably have sort of neglected the fitness base side of it. So even started doing some running um, and different kind of steady state workouts and body weight exercises, um, a lot more core work and that kind of stuff. So a bit of a mixed bag at the moment. Yeah, good stuff. I mean, work is work at the end of the day. And I know obviously we can talk, you know, to the cows come home about what's best or what, how much of what and how much of this. Um, but, you know, we're doing, doing what you can, I think, is for a lot of people out there who maybe don't have all the equipment or everything. Just doing something is, is, is good and it's great. And at the same time, if you do want a bit of a rest, then... Yeah, of course. Time as well, yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's it. There's no plan as to what you're gonna do, whether you do want to rest or you do want to do something. Yeah, definitely. There's no like set set approach that. Again, it goes back to what we always say, which is always a cop out, is that it's completely individual, isn't it? So, um, depending on. <laughs> is the, the get out of jail card? Yeah, that's it. it. <laughs> Being like, well, I can't believe you just said this. Well, it's subjective. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it is to a point. I mean. There's no real right or wrong way to attack it, really. It's I, I just find I get bored easily in lockdown. So just by actually getting physically tired, it kind of <laughs> helps me along definitely. the way a little bit. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. It's just that, like obviously we're all living a bit more sedentary than ever at the minute um, because we just the amount of things that are available to us to do aren't there. Even if it is as simple as going to the you know, the, the bolt, like walk into a bowling alley or something like that, you don't even have that option there, so you don't get those steps in, you just, you are generally more sedentary That's um, it, yeah. on a whole right now, so uh, it's just getting, getting yourself tired, I think uh, is a great way of putting it, because, you know, you're in that, for a lot of people, are in the same house, even in the same room most of the day, so it can yeah. just really creep in on you, and I it's think the mental gets, side yeah, of that's that is, it, yeah. is huge. Just gets very um, monotonous, like just being in the same environment as well, even if it's just getting out for a walk and being in the great outdoors, I think it's it's just good to have that that change and that mix. Like even even if you are recovering and you are taking a bit of time off, just doing some light activity, like just going for a walk or something like that. It's... Definitely, um, and I think that brings you me on anyway um, to the kind of obviously you're doing everything in the house um some people might even be working in the house working out in the house or you know going to your local park um for me i found i I initially from the last lockdown an issue was to kind of switch my mind into that okay it's time to work out time i'm only moving into the next room maybe and then for me especially academically as well i always try to like go to the library to get my mindset into that in, in to get into the mindset into of that, learning yeah, or academia like work mode and yeah. yeah definitely the work mode whereas I found it quite tough yeah um, just going into another room and then suddenly being like right, right I'm ready to work out um, so again that is you know for anyone else out there thinking you know oh, just it's, it's right there I can do it whenever and then you leave it till 8, 9 o'clock and think oh well, I can't be bothered now um, it is tough so I've definitely been there but again it's just got a what I think the best thing is to do is to just do the stuff you want to do to begin with. If you want to do 20 pull-ups and nothing else, that's fine, because at least you want to do that. And 
if you go in there thinking, oh, I've got to do 20 pull-ups, um, 20 pull-downs, this, 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 and extra, you're just causing yourself more reason not to want to do it because you don't want to do the rest of that things. So you build the appetite for that once you've done the stuff you want to do, and then maybe the next day you'll do a bit more. A bit yeah. more. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on getting yourself mentally ready to go back in the gym, maybe, or mentally going into something that you're not, it's not your average or you, the gym you usually go to. No, it's... 100% agree I've been the same like I've always had like bits or stuff at home anyway even when I like obviously work at a gym and then train at the same place etc so sometimes it's hard to even switch off like like you say between the two different modes there but I've always had like um, like either a foam roll or some exercise kit at home and I've always said I'll do some stretching or foam rolling in front of the TV but it never happens like, I never do it. Yeah, <laughs> Even yeah, though there's no reason not to, it's tough. just it's that, yeah, that mentality behind it. And I think you're completely right with having set areas and like that structure behind your work, be it, like you say, your university work or your, if you're nine to five, your, your actual work from home um, and your exercise, having those separate spaces obviously helps with that like like you say that mindset change i found the only trouble with this lockdown obviously the weather's yeah, <laughs> not as grand so like last time i was in the garden for my training sessions so it was easy to like switch out of because you're not really in the same area of the yeah, house so it was easy to switch out i've only trained once inside this time around so far so it's not been too bad how but, many how many things did you knock over <laughs> I did all right to be fair, considering I had ninety burpees in the workout. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't got a huge amount of space here. So yeah, it's tough, especially with a yeah, like the weather, like you're in the heat of summer when you know we're in the first lockdown, and b you know people who are still working from home. By the time they're done, it's probably dark, probably pitch black at this point. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know, so that is tough, and yeah, it's it's not ideal, but again. Just trying to get used to the, the, the switch of, you know, not necessarily going fast to kind of switch that mentality. You might not be going, you know, only walk from one room to another, but if you can kind of get that switch in mentality and think, okay, this is my gym room, this is the gym, this is where I'm going to work out. Or even if it's just the actual exercises you're not too keen on doing, pick the stuff you want to do and then get the taste back to it if you're struggling to kickstart your kind of home gym routine. Sound advice. Um. I think um, going into then maybe the the argument a lot of people always have is with the oh I don't have heavy enough weights and stuff like that or I don't have enough weights. You know, there's been several several studies that show even though yes maybe strength isn't going to come hand in hand with different loads uh, intensity loads. You know, there's many studies going through a lot. Oborn, uh, Krieger again. You can have a look for them. I've all shown. Um, similar effects on on mus on muscle size depend like no matter the load really. As yeah. Long as, you know things are taken to you know near muscular fa- failure or you know a, a rough intensity to kind of get close to that. No, I think that's a very good point as well. Obviously, like maximum strength and power, it's probably not going to be the time to focus on those things. But yeah, like you say, like hypertrophy work you can still do even with even with like just some light weights or body weight and like you say it's just a case of then 
changing the stimulus a little bit so either throwing in longer eccentric or negative portions of the reps obviously doing more reps or doing like time sets anyway you can to get sort of close to that um that failure point like you say it's a lot of studies have shown that it's going to be relatively similar in terms of stimulating those fibers for for actual size and um, it may not be optimum but again like the situation's not optimum so um you just kind of do what the best you can really yeah definitely i think um i think as well it's not necessarily again anything can be a progression like you know you're yeah. not always going to move it as quick as you always, as you possibly could or have less rest as you possibly could you know what you've got you can still make it tougher for yourself and it doesn't necessarily mean having to add the weight on it's like you said taking less rest time or moving it quicker um to a degree and then it's it's from then just working on whatever you've got improving yourself and doing whatever it is you are with the equipment you've got yeah progressive overload that still kind of underlies everything that's it yeah you can still again create the stimulus and like you say progress on that stimulus i think anyone who's done a proper like lower body session with just body weight can attest to the fact that you're going to get your muscles sore and they're going to feel like they've done something and <laughs> worked over yeah, the time because for the most part if you think with a lot of people if they're actually loading weights etc so say average individual i don't know not average but somebody who goes to the gym maybe squatting 100 kilos for six or eight reps if they're weighing about 80 kilos anyway they've still got a, a good amount of stimulus there especially if they've got some weights at home so they've got a I don't know, 16 kilo dumbbell or something like that or something they can add a bit of resistance to and like we've said before and other things then you can go into single leg stuff so you're shifting that 80 kilos through one limb so that's almost the same sort of loading that you'd be having on your squat patterns but then you can increase the reps you can increase the time under tension like you say you can decrease the rest so there's there's lots of variables it's just been maybe just a little bit cleverer um and just being a bit more wise to what you're doing and again it comes back to the sort of why what you're getting out of it as well Yeah, I saw um, them, to yeah. yeah. My homemade bench, things like that. Um, yeah, and again, it is important to be safe with it as well. Um, and looking back, I probably definitely would make that bench again. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fact that I put a, uh, a cricket box and some glasses on while I did it was probably a main role of, uh, of it not being safe. And after the one session of doing that, I was like, yeah, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, it goes back to the uh, the risk versus reward aspect. Yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> um, and speaking of kind of risk, um, I think a lot of people again are gonna start to uh, barbells and your classic weights are obviously gold dust at the minute. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people have gone. Well, oh, if they haven't, and again, I would say to do so is you know pick up some resistance bands. They're 
they're not cheap as chips, but they're a lot cheaper than what you're going to find for a barbell. Um, but again, the other the, the other side of that is you've got to be safe with them. Elastic resistance is a dangerous thing. <laughs> if you don't res- if you don't respect the band, as I always say, just you've got to give it respect. Otherwise, you're going to get you know a lash or a twang yeah. you don't want. Um, but yeah, it's a good good segue to moving on is to potentially make things a little tougher for yourself without spending a lot of money or you know what I mean trying to set up your own home gym you know for a ridiculous cost is is to get in some resistance bands they're very cheap thankfully they're very available with the you know majority being rubber it's not exactly a, a massively sugar voltage yeah. um, at the minute so you can get them quite easily and they will add uh, you know a substantial resistance to whatever is you exercise you're doing um, obviously the kind of case of elastic resistance is that it's does change as the movement goes through as the band becomes less lax and it, you know obviously as it stretches the, the, the resistance becomes greater um, but again you can use that to your advantage in in some like accommodating resistance and overcoming resistance so say for example you're at the you're at the near top of a squat generally that's where you find it easiest to lock out wouldn't you say oh yeah definitely yeah you know, you add a band to that, and that's when that resistance is at its greatest. Say, if you've got it from the floor down, uh, from the from the floor up, even. So as you're coming up, that's when that band is going to be at its tightest. So obviously, that's when you're having the the most resistance. So if anything, that's going to encourage you to kind of lock out stronger, more explosive, faster. Um, which again is going to help when maybe you do go back to the classic barbell um, back squat. Yeah, that's again very good points. Um, to be fair, I think if you're serious about your training, etc., most I think a lot of people will have resistant bands or some sort of tool along those lines at home already. Like I know, again, like I say, I I do have a few bits, and I know a lot of uh, a few other people that do as well. Um, but now, like I say, a better time than any to actually get them out and start using them because they are very versatile. Um, you can get quite creative with the way you you sort of fashion them and load them. Um, and again, you can do a lot of different exercises with just a simple band resistance. So it's a good addition to just um, body weight exercises as well. So I'd definitely, definitely. I think, and again, there's a couple of different variations you can get. You can get the classic loop band or and I've seen quite a few I've actually picked I've got a loop band and I've picked up um, the kind of the what well, can't even describe this the kind of single bands um, with two kind of uh, attachments on the end and yeah. you can attach them to be a loop band or you can attach them to a handle and you can attach several different um, weights of resistance band to kind of add up um, again that probably sounds a bit confusing but all it takes is a simple search on um, you know Google and you can see they're all over the, the place at the minute and I think they're quite good because you can pile on the resistance you don't have to have one band looped um, you can interchange it to be a single or connected add it to a handle add it to um, a leg strap it's rather very very like Ken said very versatile I definitely recommend and there's also um, I remember doing a video for the first lockdown um, for whole sport of uh, just all you need is one simple loop band resistant loop resistance band um that takes you for a full, full body workout so if you have got one give it a watch um yeah on the um, youtube channel yeah. whole sport yeah give it a watch you might in fact 
Yeah, I think I think we will be looking at getting some of the original content back out. Um, I know we're doing little bits on some new stuff as well, um, but it'd be good to get some of the, the classics as they are back up. Yeah, definitely. And then I think still just finishing up for the resistance fans. If you do maybe have some weight knocking around, as it is, there's combined resistance so obviously taking those resistance fans and adding them to already traditional resistance sorry traditional resistance like a kettlebell or a dumbbell or even a barbell if you've got it is to add combine the two combine resistance you've got the the benefit of traditional classic resistance that stays the same weight throughout and then you've got your elastic resistance which helps you um overcome you know they're overcoming accommodating resistance factor you know towards the end of a movement maybe so you've got the benefit of both really and then that is also adding weight to what you already have as a dumbbell or a kettlebell so a 20 kilogram kettlebell you know add on a 15 kilogram resistance band there you go you've got a 35 kilogram by the end of it if you're obviously at your maximal that's it and then like you say it goes back to those progressions so you can start off with one for so so many reps, etc., etc., so many sets, and then over time you can build it in, so you can build your band in, or you can add the kettlebell on at a later date, and there's again loads of different avenues to explore in terms of creating it, just making it more difficult for yourself, because that's all really exercises at the end of the day is just finding new ways to make make stuff hard. Um, yeah. Especially now more than ever. That's it. <laughs> Just, more than ever. just a little bit of thinking out of the box. Let's go. Let's go back to you. What? So you've come off your week's rest. Um, what's what's your training going to be looking like when you're firing back into it? Yeah. So I'm at the minute, thankfully, I'm kind of blessed with uh, a couple. Of, like I've got a, a barbell, albeit from the 19, um, 1980s. I'm still so thankful to have it. So I can't load it too much, um, and it's only got. A little bit of weight on that but i'm going to do literally just what we talked about is i'm going to add some bands onto it and work on some explosive movements and again just kind of those locking out stages where i found i don't know if we talked we haven't talked about sticking points but sticking points in movements yeah um i feel like bands help that a lot so i'm going to be working on a bit of combined resistance um definitely uh for that and again i'm not going to be getting too heavy um, again, mostly because I can't, and that's just how it is. Um, that's what it is. So there's no point in me getting upset about it. You get what you get, and you don't get upset. I think you, <laughs> so good. Uh, you just adapt, um, adapt to, to, to what you've got. So I think I'm gonna work a bit on some explosive movements, and maybe even a bit of Olympic movements. To be honest, um, I think now is the time that I, again I, I neglect it slightly when I'm in the gym, uh, in the weight room, and I think now is the time more than ever to. To just work on stuff uh, my snatch especially is something that needs a lot of work so that's what i'm going to work on mainly um is my olympic lifts yeah and then hopefully you know obviously the accessory stuff comes with it all but um yeah hopefully i can come back in the at the end of the month if it is the month um, yeah, and then carry that one into the gym um but what about you no that's um to be fair i'm gonna like emphasize that point a little bit as like you said working on some of your olympic lifts etc but um it's a really good message for anyone, I think, is just to work a little bit on tech, like the technical side of some of the lifts, even just um, reinforcing that technique and making sure you, you're actually going for the movement completely correctly. Because I think for a lot of us, 
it's nice to stick on a load of weight and then try and obviously lift as much as we can or like go for big sets and get through but this is a really good time to actually perfect that movement obviously you won't be able to do it under as much load as before but you can really focus on how well you're actually moving and really concentrate on the form of some of the exercises so again that's when like some of the um sort of tempo stuff obviously not for your olympic lifts but um for like your more basic conventional stuff you can go through some tempo work and make sure you're hitting the right positions yeah um, definitely um and again at the end of the day it, just for your movement patterns especially that's it yeah in, this, in the in the in the a lot of the sessions we do we'll we'll start you with a dowel do you know what i mean yeah before we even get onto the barbell so if you're at home and you've got i don't know a mop or something like that yeah. you know something like that stick of like a stick that you obviously you can get any sort of straight on or something like yeah. that yeah that way you teach yourself to get in that movement before you even obviously a lot of people a lot of people have always said to me oh i can never clean it until i put weight on the bar because it's making me push through I'm like, that's great obviously we all can, oh, it does help but at the same time if you can get to that mobility on your own without needing that weight that's even better yeah definitely um and then you can perform the movements with like it's nothing but a dowel or anything like that or your snatches you know with a mop above your head i'm pretty sure my mum sent me a photo the other day of she like taped some weights to a mop and using that with a barbell <laughs> um so you know power to her uh, and again yeah so make sure innovate it's, make sure overcome. it's attached just please yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's it's just like i think the kind of underlying theme of this this podcast is just to adapt with what you have and progress with it that's it yeah that'd probably be the best way of putting it just still be critical and think about what you're doing but enjoy having that a bit of time to actually experiment and do um a few different bits and then like like we said try and work on any weaknesses that you've got so for me in the upcoming weeks it's going to be um more burpees <laughs> a lot more burpees um no not even yet. not even close i think we're what day nine or ten so we've got yeah just a, well just under three weeks ago um so that'll be fun getting yeah, towards the end of that it's going to be pretty fly, pretty yeah. horrendous but um, something I, I wanted to mention as well was um was actual field field work i think yeah you know obviously the gyms are taken away but when we get some teams out in the field or working on you know tendon stiffness or sprint drills or deceleration drills you know we don't do that in the weight room we do it outside yeah. um, and thankfully you know under the guidelines you're still allowed to do things like that you know you're allowed to go for a run doesn't i don't think anyone's going to stop you if you suddenly decelerate really quickly and, and they're like what are you doing you're working out I'm like no just running um <laughs> you know so there's a way there's 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 stuff you can still work on as field work and i know i think you did a bit um at the start of lockdown right ken yeah yeah i went through um basic sort of track type session so did a lot of um different sprint drills and a few sort of longer longer di- longer distance sprints so sort of working up to sort of 80 100 meters um for me that's longer distance sprints um <laughs> but again like working through some acceleration patterns and uh like you say just working on a few different elements so sort of power again just good movement mechanics it's one thing that people don't really do unless you play sports is actually 
get to those top speeds or top accelerations. So I will put this out with a slight warning as well as don't try and just go to the park and run as fast as you can because that's a great way to get a hamstring injury or calf injury straight out of the bat. Um, it's always worth building up to some of these things. But like you say, if you've got access to, and there's, to be fair, there's quite a few in whole like park spaces um, or like field spaces that are available for public use. They may not be the greatest surfaces um, and obviously the weather's a bit bit out there at the moment so it might be a case of getting your boots on but um, there's definitely stuff like that you can do and it's again it's a little bit more interesting than for me anyway than just running a 5k like you get to work a bit more um, sort of different fitness qualities as well as again for those of you that are really interested in preser uh, preserving your muscle mass and keeping your power outputs and strength you're not going to lose it if you're going through sort of max work yeah definitely um, like you said it's it, when we we put this is again going into the kind of performance side of things I, I'd like to say this is a good segue into it um, you know we try and replicate if you're doing 5Ks that's great but you know if you look against a game of basketball or football you know the amount of sprints in that game um, you know how many times you sprint in a 5k maybe at the finish so the last 100 metres or something like that yeah. you know when you're working on sprint specific stuff then you look at more of the you know if you look at the needs analysis of a football game or basketball again you see the amount of sprints they do and if you can try and replicate that um, just in some training be like okay I'm going to do 15 10 sets of sprints or something like that to try and you know simulate what you do in a game maybe then you kind of reserve preserve that kind of game type fitness and the demands on your body and then finally actually going in with the, I know we've talked on the loads a bit more but you look at you know the load you put on your body when you're sprinting and doing these maximal yeah. efforts that's more than you'll ever do in the gym um, you look at you know fast bowlers in cricket for example the amount of times their body weight they put through the, the landing leg in a bowling action you're never going to replicate that in a weight room so when you talk about oh I'm not putting enough load in you know if you practice and stuff like that practicing your bowling even if you don't have a ball and a, a wicket or something like that or, or it's the same with sprints if you're putting in that maximum effort you're putting in more than you probably would do in the gym so you're still keeping up with those heavy loads and those demands of the game that you're playing in yeah no that's a very good point and then again for those who aren't playing sport or looking at that performance level but you're also getting like you say, that loading through your joints and tendons so that when you do come back to the gym and you're going under sort of heavier weight again, that those structures are still going to be in place rather than them having taken four weeks off or eight weeks off from that sort of heavy loading. Some some sprint stuff or like uh, even like jump mechanics and landing um, mechanics and work like that as well as like eccentric loading um, just to get the tendon strengthened and basically not lose what you've developed over the time yeah definitely I think good just strategies. Try, yeah, try and replicate what you do in your, your given sport or if you don't like Ken said have that sport and just try and improve um, you know your technique of whatever you are doing whether it's in the gym or not um, but again yeah, like we said for, for, you know, for, for the athletes and the, the tap athletes and the teams we have at the uni if you're struggling to be like, but yeah, I don't want to come back 
you know, when we do eventually start playing and completely forget the patterns or the movements or the demands that I need to be capable of, well then, you know, practice them, practice them. It doesn't have to be a game type situation, even though yes, they probably will elicit the best. You know, there's nothing more better going to simulate a sport than playing the sport itself. But if you can get close to that and do those sport-related movements, then yeah, yes, definitely. that is going to help. And like we said with the loading, you know, what you what you load when you, you're in a maximal sprint is going to be far greater than what you're going to do in the gym. So don't worry about that aspect of things either. Obviously, we all want to get in the weight room. We all want to do, like Ken said, rack it up, you know, do a, do a heavy set, have a heavy day. But it's just about improvising and working on things that we don't, necessarily do which might help us in the long run when we do get back into the gym yeah no definitely good points around also a little segue is that like i think you'll know from maybe not so much cricket but at least your basketball days of no matter what pre-season stuff you did what running you did what fitness drills you did that first like warm-up game or um actual competitive match still absolutely blowing like like you said, there's nothing that really properly replicates it, is there? I know yeah, that was the case in rugby. Like, I don't see. It didn't really matter what fitness we did, how realistic the uh, stimulation was. It just it's always a little bit different. Definitely, definitely. There's nothing. There's nothing more gonna prepare you for a game than the game itself. Yeah, of course. Um, but the right, thing to do is yeah. just is is get close to it and do those movement patterns and the, the and just look at if you play football, for example look at the needs analysis of a football match and try and replicate maybe how many sprints to do how many decelerations they do change the directions and then put them into some drills yeah and then there you go that's half the battle and it's not going to be the full English but it's going to be close too that's it and even if you're just like a little bit stuck on uh, some of the different ways of doing stuff just again like I say just break it down and then even if you just pick a select like round robin of distances so say you do one 20 meter sprint walk back one 80 meter sprint walk back and then like repeat that five or six times followed by like a longer steady state run and stuff like that it's just a good way of mixing up um some heart rate variability so getting your heart rate at that max level and getting your body able to recover etc rather than that steady 5k pace where you always you're just maintaining that sort of highish heart rate. You're actually getting to those max and looking at the the recovery and getting power output and just a change of stimulus on your body. Yeah, definitely. I think um, that's the best the best advice I can give it about you, Ken. But is to yeah, just get in there and, and replicate to a degree to to try and preserve those demand of the sport. Yeah, that's it. Right. So we just get into a bit of generic stuff. So. What are you cracking on with during lockdown? Have you got much, yeah. much um, on, or what's keeping well, you sane? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, thankfully, it's kind of a weird scenario. I've got, I'm, I'm doing my masters at the minute in, in strength condition, so I've got a lot of work, a lot of deadlines coming up, which I'm kind of thankful in a way that I can just sit down and get on with it because there's nothing else to do. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a good time to be in education. I think as a master's, maybe not as a first year, but I'd all want, I'd want to do is go out. So looking at this from a different perspective, it's kind of giving me time to just set that, sit down and you know get out a lot of work, get some draft work back. Uh, maybe some stuff I should have done in my in my undergrad a bit better <laughs> um, that I can now you know 
crack on with really um i'm looking at at the minute just doing my thesis on um, a lit review of, of post activation potentiation um so that'd be quite interesting i'm just doing a lot of research for, on that at the minute um other than that i know that's quite boring i don't want to listen to that so well to be fair if it's on a um, strength and conditioning podcast it should be relatively well received <laughs> yeah, hope there'd be some interest, yeah. yeah um but yeah, so I'm trying to, I'm just doing that at the minute. I've got a presentation next week um, just to kind of present my, my actual research project. And it's kind of a weird one at the minute because obviously testing is going to be quite hard um, to do. And so I'm preparing for a lit review. Of, but if right. I can do some testing, then that would be great. But yeah, I'm not holding back. I don't think many much is going to get to that ethics department. So. No, I'm not sure you've got enough time really to... Wait so, out for that. Yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm I'm just doing that at the minute, and uh, yeah, just just kind of trying to stay nice and organised by eating. Still, I think um, it's can be fairly easy in lockdown to have the seafood diet. Um, yeah, definitely. In fact, that'd be a good little segue onto a little bit of nutrition stuff. Um, I completely agree. Like, like if you're in the same four walls all the time and you don't you don't have too much to occupy your brain it's easy to just take those recurring trips to the fridge um oh yeah so how are you coping with that obviously you said you're planning a little bit yeah so um yeah i'm just trying to like i said i'm just trying to stay busy and i think really importantly um it's just to get my sleep in yeah i think if I'm not getting my four hours, obviously there's so much studies that show, you know, if you don't sleep, you, you're just generally going to be a bit angry, not a bit angry, a bit ratty, a bit yeah. hungrier. And it's just, you're just going to keep making those trips to the, to the fridge really. So stuff like that, get my sleep in, just getting those basic foundations of kind of self care in really. So that my, my, I don't get a bit upset or annoyed or angry that I'm stuck in these walls and just, my next thing is just just go to the fridge and demolish it. And at the same time, I'm not really being as strict as how I was last lockdown. Last lockdown, uh, you know, I dropped about you know 10, 10 kilograms of, of of fat or like obviously weight, but you know, mostly it was yeah, uh, you know a bit of a cut, a bit of a lead off. Um, so I'm not really trying to go down that direct route of you know hating. Well, and then again, I didn't even really. I quite enjoyed the process I had, um, but like just a bit easier, a bit laxer than yeah, normal, but not a bit going more to, not going maintainable, to yeah. Yeah, no. really, so, what about you? Yeah, I think you've highlighted some good good sort of points on that. Um, it's a tough one, isn't it? And like, you come back to the uh, sort of uh, saying about how important sleep is, and I think that highlights the need to be active. Um, otherwise, you'll know yourself if you just spend a whole day doing nothing um sat in front of the tv or whatever it might be you don't get those that physical stimulation you don't get any mental stimulation so you go to bed and you're not actually tired so that's when you you get into that sort of cycle of maybe just watching a couple of youtube videos on your laptop and then ending up staying up later and then that transcends so you feel tired the next day so you like you say you eat more you drink more coffee or whatever it is but again you don't actually have that stimulus so it's a bit of a um, a bit of a cycle through so for me it's about trying to maintain 
structure on most of the stuff I do and keeping disciplined, um, which is similar to be fair in my normal day-to-day life anyway. Um, at the moment I'm working a bit from home. I've still got the luxury of actually going into work a couple of days a week um, just for a few different bits because I've still got teaching um, in the building. So we're able to get a couple of things in there. So that again gives my week a little bit more structure, which is nice. Um, and then I get again, like we said, given sort of set hours to actually do some work, um, keeping constant with my training, etc., has allowed me to plan my meals as well. So I sort of plan around my busyness, um, and again, kind of making them monitorable. I'm still tracking my calories, but more as a again more as a rough guideline than like the written law that I need to be within. But I think it, again, it just keeps me um, a bit more honest and a bit more, uh, I don't know the word, but sort of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah so it's, it's easy to, if you're not following anything, to kind of almost kid yourself and say, oh yeah, I've, I've eaten pretty well today, but actually you've had those two or three different snacky times after lunch or whatever, where you've had something extra but if you're again sticking it all down you can't really get out of the fact because the calories are there and the numbers don't lie unfortunately um but again that's that's just kind of my my approach and my method rather than like maybe advice on what other people should do but i think the actual structured part of it is probably more important um and again i wouldn't like say for anyone to beat themselves up if they do eat a little bit extra one day or whatever it might be or you don't exercise or you don't or you do spend a day sitting in front of the tv i think sometimes it, <coughs> your body kind of tells you what you need a little bit but yeah, if you find right. yourself stuck in a bit of a rut it might be worth trying to kick start yourself and like like you said that's something you've kind of even though you had a sort of a planned break but it's still nice to get yourself um back moving and yeah, like even today, uh, uh, you know, I'd had the week off, I'd planned the week off, and today, and I was like, right, I'm going back into the same. It was, I wouldn't, I'd be lying if I said there wasn't a part of me being like, oh, yeah, just leave it till tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but then that's when I was like, you know what, I'm just literally going to do a couple of things today, things that I want to do. Yeah. Um, and then that was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that, I'm, I'm going to enjoy doing that. And I did, and I did no more than that. Um, and now I'm uh, finishing that session I, I'm looking forward to going in tomorrow to be honest um, so yeah like Ken said it's not the end of the world if you but planned or unplanned whether you have a break or you you eat a bit much um, over the lockdown it's just about trusting the process and, and even though you might not have done it this week is you know well next week I'm going to make a little adjustment from there yeah. everything's such a slow burner in terms of how you create habits and lifestyles that's and it that's and I think that's that's the the great word to bring up is that habit so like we say if you're constantly eating too much and not actually moving about and not again stimulating your brain be it through work or uh, study or like just maybe an online course or even reading about stuff you enjoy and that kind of thing like if you don't do that over a period of time like you say it's easy to then slip into uh, I can do it tomorrow or I'll do it the next day or I'll start on Monday or and then 
that is then your habit. So your habit is now almost a negative. So it comes a little bit um, back to that sort of motivation versus uh, discipline kind of argument. Like at some point, you're not always going to be motivated to do something. I mean, I did around a 5K earlier and I, I'll be honest, I didn't want to do it, but I'd already planned it in and it was something I was going to do. So I just got out and did it. That's a great way of putting it, is the difference between discipline and motivation. Some days you wake up, and the difference between the two is some days you'll wake up and you're not, you can be like, oh, I don't really feel very motivated today, whereas you rarely say, mm, I don't feel very disciplined today. <laughs> yeah. It's already instilled in you to be disciplined, I think, if you have the discipline in that area. And it's all about just building it into that habit to which it then becomes that discipline that you have as part of your lifestyle. Whereas motivation comes and goes. Yeah, of course. Me. Oh my yeah. God, it does. Like nothing else. I've never been so motivated to do something in my life and then the next month or next year, I can't remember the last time I've done whatever it may be. Yeah, no. Yeah, 100%. But it's it's a tricky subject because I think for... Obviously, it's maybe a little different. Like I'm probably a lot, a lot different mindset than a lot of sort of the general people. And I know it's again in this time it's kind of thrown you thrown everyone out of that structure not having like we talked about at the start those set places where you can turn that mindset on so going to the gym you know you're there to train and just by making that journey you kind of get yourself ready for it whereas like we said like here because you are at home it's easier to say or easier to convince yourself that you can do it later or leave it to a later minute but that's again when it comes back to that forefront and planning so if you've got a bit of a schedule and like a time frame to do certain things so uh, say you wake up at I don't know seven half seven you have your breakfast you do your work from nine to twelve you have some lunch you go for a walk then you do a bit more work and then you work out and then you you get to relax in the evening just having that sort of set structure really does, uh, I think for me anyway, at least keep myself focused and knowing what I've got to do at what time. I don't know what 100%. your thoughts on that, Ian. 100%, yeah. I think uh, well, I'm, I'm pretty similar as of today, obviously we're working out, but before then it would be a case of trying to get up, you know, get up for this time, um, have yourself a work period, have yourself a break period, have yourself yeah. a work period, enjoy the rest of the evening. Um, and it's nice to tick those things off and be like, okay, that's it, job done. It's the same as when you think about, you know, getting in the gym, but all right, workout done or rep done. Think of that one task as, you know, a rep or a set done. You know, yeah. what I mean? tick, tick some boxes, I think, is a good way of summing up. Tick the boxes, make the boxes, find out what you want to do, tick them. And that's it, yeah, those, like those small steps. Again. Yeah, even if it's making your bed in the morning. First thing you do, make your bed, you've done something. The classic, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think that famous speech by, um, was it? uh, Is it Goggins? A Navy veteran or something? Yeah, David Goggins. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's nuts, isn't he? um, Yeah, but it is true. But again, it's that, yeah. Go on, sorry. No, it's exactly that. It's about having that set discipline that you've got so many tasks or whatever you want to accomplish on the day and you've literally done one. In the first, easily overwhelm, yeah. Yeah, but if you do those like small steps and like, like you say, tick them off as you go, you don't have to worry about the full day. You just got to worry about the next task. And again, like you might not get around to doing all of them, but 
you can see that progress and that satisfaction from completing a few or some. Yeah, definitely. It's the same as like you don't go in the gym two, two, three times. Like you say, if you're a newbie, you don't go in the in the gym twice and then suddenly you can, you know, clean and jerk hundred kilograms. It's about that whole yeah, process of, it, it. of getting step by step by step. Same with work. Same with if you, you know, you're in academic study. Same with anything really. You just work towards something continuously if you can get something in one or two tries or one and two you know one or two times of doing it obviously that's not always the case but is it as valuable as you think it is yeah that's a very good point and like you say it's again this is going to be very individual but it's all about what what you see as important so for you at the moment like your masters is going to be right up there so you're going to see that as significant so you want to do the work and you set your like your set times for you to do that work and it helps obviously that you it's something that you're very interested in and enjoy but there you can have whatever you see as important or whatever like is that matters to you you're going to be more willing to dedicate time to um I don't know what I'm yeah. going with this yeah no, no, that's, that, it's honest that's a, that's a great point not everyone's going to have the same you know what they cherish as important for some people you know during the slot down the gym is going to be their number one priority for others it's going to be lower on the list yeah and that's all right it doesn't mean you have to spend all the day in the gym or anything like that it's everyone's got their different levels of what's important to them but all i'd say is just because it's not at the top of the list doesn't mean you can't make time for it you know you have that list because there's more than one thing on there yeah and it doesn't have to be all number one you can stagger it and things can be less important but it doesn't mean you can't spend time on them it might take a little bit longer to get wherever you're going to go but it doesn't mean you can't still be doing them yeah and then there's there's certain things that even though you might not enjoy it there's, it's going to be important for everyone and unfortunately those uh, like even if it is just generic like activity for health or again eating well um, getting your sleep finding something that is going to stimulate you like mentally be that whatever it is if you're creative it might be drawing or playing an instrument or it might actually be through your training or your study or whatever it might be everyone has to incorporate some of those some of those things and like you say they're going to take different priority depending on the individual but definitely I think it's you know I mean no one I don't think I've ever met anyone who's you know there's a lot of people who have not really liked doing you know the the essential eating less than they used to or doing a bit more activity than they used to they've not always enjoyed that aspect but no one's never I don't think I've ever met anyone that's not enjoyed being healthier as a person <laughs> yeah. you know they don't particularly like the, the journey but yeah, getting I know to what that you mean, destination yeah. or getting closer to that they they appreciate and you know I'd be lying if I didn't say oh, I'm not overjoyed to be doing um, you know numerous case studies and assessments and assignments and all that you know I'm not overjoyed doing it it's part of the journey to then be called you know a master of strength and I think that's you know <laughs> the title I want I want and I'd be pretty happy to call myself that well, I'm not exactly overjoyed doing all these assignments yeah. but it's the journey yeah definitely that's a I'm never going to use that title you ever but. <laughs> well, I might as well just sack it off then <laughs> Is that how you get it? Master of strength, dot, 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 and in brackets, conditioning. 
yeah. master of conditioning. Not quite like, the same uh, ring to it, is it? Yeah, Yeah, but there's going to be certain aspects. Yeah, there's going to be times where I'm going to not want to do it. I'm not going to want to do this time. But if I think of the end goal of, again, being a master of strength, <laughs> master of strength and conditioning, then yes, that motivates me to get there, definitely. And I'm going to be happy when I get there. It's the same in terms of fitness and in, in nutrition. Maybe you don't like eating less than you used to or eating less chocolate or, yeah. you know, particularly calorie-taxing things. But oh, the thing you is, enjoy yeah. being healthier and, you know, maybe not carrying as much excess um, body fat, you know? Yeah, like I say, I don't think anyone enjoys eating less chocolate or, no, like yeah. say, if I had the option, like, well, I do have the option, um, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's a really bad point, but I think if I had the option to do it and then still stay in the same sort of condition and health that I'm in now, then I probably would do it, but unfortunately the two don't go hand in hand, so, like we talked about in the, in the nutrition po- podcast, it's about fitting those, fitting the things you do like in with the things you don't. And I think that's a great message for life, really, in general. If you want to sort of further yourself, no matter what what the course is, but there's going to be things al- along the way that you're not going to enjoy doing, but that's when that discipline comes in. Um, Definitely. So, yeah, there's a little bit of a, a life fact. Motivational podcast. That's it. I don't mind. Uh, right, I think that's um, a good little point to wrap it up on. Unless you've got yeah. a, anything else to add or any take-home messages. I think, uh, yeah, to, to sum up and to, to summarise, to sum up and summarise, to sum up and kind of take home is that, yeah, we we don't all have you know home gyms and we don't all have. Um, everything we need or we want essentially but it's just about adapting to what we have and improving on what we do to kind of keep ourselves busy and organised and that's just not in the gym I think it's in general with your work or with whatever you're doing find something to keep you busy keep you active and improve on yourself and it doesn't necessarily have to be physically you know mentally just to something you enjoy I think just make the best of a bad situation which is the lockdown Excellent, yeah, 100% agree. Um, yeah, I'd say very much along similar lines is don't don't beat yourself up if it's not going to be as productive as maybe you hoped it would be or you haven't met, like you say, that checklist, you haven't got through all your goals or whatever, but as long as you're proceeding in the right direction and that try and get that progression, be it through learning or... Uh, your training or whatever it might be focusing on maybe a few smaller other goals that again we've got a bit more time to focus on um i think there can be lots of little wins um over this period of time little wins are the the key i think um like you said work like work is work and i think even if and again mentally it's quite taxing like 
you know, the the impact it's having on people's mental health. I know me and you both are, are currently donning some some interesting lip rocks. Yeah. Um, you <laughs> know, for the cause of Movember, which is a great charity. Um, yeah, and please do donate to either of us if you if you are listening. Um, so that we can help raise awareness for mental health on the whole. I know November is more men's mental health and other conditions, but it is very important. Um, and a, win, a little wins are, are great. You know, if you're struggling mentally in your house or your home, and you know you've done something as simple as do ten push-ups or you know finish a, a paint by numbers, you know something like that. It's this little wins that can kind of help you get out of that hole um, massively. I know in my you know cricket club that. The, the whole cricket, whole new cricket club that was in, we were massive on November, massive on open speech. You know, if anyone's not feeling great, to, to speak up, um, and then yeah, get through those little wins. Yeah, that's a good, another good segue. I would say at the end, if you do, obviously, if you you know your friends and you know probably who's struggling a bit more during this time than than others, just be good to check in and see how everyone's getting on as well. I think I know you're always a phone call away or I know it'll be the same for a lot of people if they do need a hand they can, there's always somebody out there who will be willing to give up their time and listen or help out however they can definitely 100% and even if it is to the whole sport page itself do you know what I mean if you're like I'm really yeah. struggling with my you know my, my health can you help out or just something as simple as that a reach out is should always be you know helps simple as that you know if you reach out to someone they should always you know maybe not yourself directly but put you in some contacts with who can help you or you know what I mean something should always be done yeah I know um, we're actually going to be doing a little bit of work with um, the athletic union and doing some work on like the charity stuff next week as well so um, hopefully if you do follow the whole sport pages there will be a bit more information and a bit more content about uh sort of the, the mental health aspect of things as well. So, um, yeah, all good stuff. How is the task getting on? Um, it's, well, I, as you know, I cheated slightly. So uh, <laughs> I rocked a Hulk Hogan look for Halloween. So I just kind of kept the length of facial hair. But now I've gone to a kind of First World War fighter pilot look. So, um, oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Is, that was my initial goal but uh, well my initial goal was handlebars but I, I shaved everything to begin with and I just cannot seem to link up the bottom nah mine's top. like a different colour yeah like my tash is a lot blonder or more ginger than my uh, chin beard which is <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm too rocking the, the fighter pilot actually yeah it's a good look I think to be yeah. fair I don't think it actually looks that yeah, bad which that. is quite worrying <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm not sure well yeah, um, yeah and, and, and definitely for those who are listening donate if you can if not no bother <laughs> right cheers for um, coming on Alex appreciate the yeah, time thank you again hopefully yeah hopefully be back on again yeah um, and uh, yeah thank you again for having me it's been great talking and hopefully this is of of use to, to anyone who does listen that's it something to do during lockdown mm-hmm. yeah, that's well, it keep you example, mentally stimulated yeah. that's it yeah. prime example right prime example <laughs> Alright, see you later guys.